So let's go back to Fear Street for a little bit. I know we don't really get to venture this block too much, but I think the last go round we had where we did watch something Fear Street related, it was a good time, man. I was actually surprised with how good that first, or not that first, but that second Fear Street trailer was. Y'all can go back and, you know, compare and contrast if y'all want. I did the reaction for trailer one, and I wasn't really impressed with the trailer. It, it was just, it seemed a little generic. And I said, one of the things I said that stood out was the one, I think it's going to be the final part of the, of the trilogy, because this is coming out as a trilogy on Netflix. And they're different period pieces. One takes place in the 80s, one takes place in the, the 90s, I think. And, um, the other one takes place uh, back in 1666. And one of the things I did say while I wasn't impressed with that first trailer was that the 1666 version is going to stand out. That's going to be where it's at. That's the one that's probably going to win me over because I don't think I've seen a, a movie, a horror property at that, that takes place during that time frame. So the second trailer came around and not only was it revealed that it was going to be rated R and... Um, Basically, the second trailer, man, I, I did a complete 360 with this with this trilogy, man, because there was a lot of good shit that stood out in that trailer. And again, one of the things was the 1666 segment. It looks very sinister. It looks like it's a whole bunch of witchery and warlock wizardry, not wizardry, but it just looks it looks insane, man. It looks like one of those. Um, hopefully it's not as bad, but it looks like some M. Night Shyamalan, the village or the witch. It looks like shit like that. But. Here we got, um, they dropped a trailer that's pretty much just solely focused on the 1994 segment of uh, Fear Street, which I'm looking for, like, I'm looking forward to all of this in its entirety, man, and it actually comes out this week, I think, July 2nd, this drop, so I'm, I'm really looking forward to this, man, I can't wait to see it, like I said, Lee, um, Lee Janiak, hopefully I'm saying her name right, is, is, um, directing this trilogy and she for the uninitiated and you know if anybody forgot she was behind some of the episodes for the first scream series you know before they rebooted it i can't remember if it was season one or or um season two but you can see a little bit of that inspiration and i'm hoping that this is nothing like that scream tv series because let me tell y'all something man over this past weekend I had some time to like some 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 time to kill. It was hot as fuck outside. I said, let me at least stay in under the air for a couple hours. So I said, all right, let me try to watch Scream season one. Other than Bex Taylor Claus, the chick that was um, you know, she was the lesbian girl in that movie. Other than her, the rest of the show is a fucking dud, man. It's boring. The characters suck. I don't like the ghost face. I love the ghost face mask that they used, the, the new one. But I don't like the new Ghostface voice. It's like, goddamn, everybody that was talking reckless about, you know, about Scream Season 3 with RJ Kyler and, and um, goddamn, I almost called her Kyler Pratt. What's her, what is that girl's name? Kiki Palmer. The ones that were talking down about that, that shit is light years ahead of what I saw, man. I, there's no way I'm invested into that. So I really hope the, fa the fact that she's behind that show and she's directing this movie, I really hope that is nothing like this here because I actually have high hopes now for this uh for this fear street trilogy man but let's 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 not even waste no more time people let's jump into this trailer it is um a minute and 40 seconds long that's that's good enough that since we're you know if you're if you're doing individual trailers you don't want to show every fucking thing um you already we already had everybody saying oh they showed too much with the halloween kills trailer i still do want to do a trailer breakdown for that halloween kills trailer so maybe kind of be on the lookout for that maybe almost possibly today shout out to netflix for dropping this trailer 
three hours ago. Not too late to the party, so it's, it's all good. Plus, I've had my coffee and I'm feeling um very energetic. But here we go, people. Fear Street Part One, 1994 official trailer. I'll hit the play button in three, two, one. happens all the time another shady side tragedy fits the narrative right first of all this kid was under a sheet online like at least lock the door if you're gonna do your business under there oh that's a good shot reminds me of scream 3 when all the ghost face masks are lined up and then ghost face is actually inside of those props oh oh yeah oh yeah That killer was hauling ass in the woods. I like it. How many killers are in this? I mean, yeah, this is this is a known fact. That looked like Anne Hathaway for a second. Oh. Now, all right, July 2nd, let's get it. Now, this is, I don't know, y'all can call this a nitpick if y'all want to, <laughs> but I was cool without the rock and roll music behind this trailer. And I have nothing against rock and roll, but it's like, that. you know what? Let me backtrack for a second and not say that because one of the things I was about to say and completely contradict myself was I was going to say they could have they could have left the rock and roll music out of it. It's so 90s. But clearly this takes place in 1994. So it's very fitting for this trailer. So I almost played myself, people. I caught. Listen, when I'm wrong, I'm wrong. You know, when I contradict myself, I, I, I let people know that I have seen the error of my ways and my mistakes and shit like that. But no, this is um what got me hype here was that killer with that i don't know what type of bag he's got over his head or is it a potato sack i don't know what that shit is but the way he's hauling ass in the woods chasing after that girl i think it's a girl and a guy we'll see when we go back but yeah fuck yeah i'm tired you know why because michael myers walks you know jason walks uh depending on which version of him you watch he walked in the like the supernatural era jason you know six seven eight nine jason that shit like that but you know the majority of the killers walk man i love when a killer will just haul ass and you you, you. let's watch the trailer again a lot of good stuff happening in the trailer though it's not as good as the last trailer but i know they're just, just focusing on this one this one part and that that shot remind me of scream the, the, the another version another scream movie the first one where he's running behind that girl in the mall and he's about to stab her in the back. That the way that they slowed it up literally looks like when Ghostface is running after Casey Becker, um, Drew Barrymore in the, in, the, in the first movie. See, he's gonna die because it's always one dickhead that thinks this thinks this a joke. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, he's chasing all of them. 
Now, why would he announce it? I would have just left. He's like, hey, guys, I think there's somebody in the woods. Tell me, they would have been like, where's Rome at? I wonder how much humor is going to be in this. I'm looking at you, witch You can't stop it. They should have just played Living Dead Girl from, uh, you know, by Rob Zombie. Yeah, I'm with it. Uh, like I said, I'm with it. I, I can't believe that I, it completely slipped my mind that this was coming out um sooner than later really is coming out the first part is coming out july 2nd so this might be a commentary people who knows i don't know i might have to do a commentary for this now um there it's it's not a big concern but i don't humor overload basically what i'm trying to say is that humor overload makes horror movie characters very very annoying to me at times they're like the first thing that popped up into my head literally just now was the kids from scary stories to tell in the dark now if, if you haven't seen that movie i definitely recommend you see it if you're a hardcore fan of the book there are things in the book that they incorporate in there and they do a decent job but it's a movie that really ultimately should have been super dark horror should have been rated r they should have pushed the envelope it should have been bone chilling as bone chilling as those images were but one of the things that almost took me out of the movie entirely was the humor overload for that i don't remember if it was for the character of augie or the character of a, I, I know for sure it was that one character whose sister was the chick ruth or ruthie um I, I think that was her name it was the brother of the chick who had the spiders come out of her you know out of her cheek he had the spider uh costume on but every five fucking seconds this kid was cracking a joke and it's like it's one of the reasons why I didn't really care for Josh. I mean, I didn't hate him, but I didn't like Josh. And it's, I know it's not horror related, but somebody like The Flash, when Josh Whedon just kept putting fucking joke after joke after joke, it's like, God damn, it takes away from the fact that there is an urgency at stake here. Like, it takes away from the fact that, yo, we really should be scared shitless because there's somebody coming to murder us. As much as I love Sorority Road, the remake, I think it came out in 2009. Um, the remake with, with Rumor Willis and Jamie Chung and uh, Carrie Fisher, R.I.P. Shout out. One of the, as much as I love that remake, it's way better than the original. One of the things I hated was that there was no sense of urgency with these sorority sisters because they kept cracking joke after joke after joke after joke. And it's like, do you bitch, do y'all care that somebody's out to kill y'all or what? Like, I, I don't understand it. So that's one thing I hope that they do not push the envelope on. You know, if you're going to push the envelope with anything, do it with the creep factor do it with the violence i know they're not you know um the special effects guy i can't even remember his name off the rip he said himself you know don't expect saw or anything like that but he is doing the special effects it's the same guy that did the effects for uh halloween halloween kills and stuff like that but um i just please don't go overload with with overboard with the humor man because it's, it's really gonna take me out of the movie and at that point i'm gonna be Excuse me, I'm going to be rooting for the killer to murk all these motherfuckers off. And that's one thing that I... I used to do that as a kid a lot. Like, I would have characters that I want to see survive. But then as you get, you know, when you get six or seven Halloween movies in, six or seven Nightmare on Elm Street movies... Uh, no, I can't even count Nightmare on Elm Street. Those characters were a little different. They made you care about them in different ways. But 
you know, you get a certain amount of, night, of Friday the 13th movies on in, you're just rooting for Jason at that point because you don't give a fuck about these kids. You know, they don't they don't care about the legend or the, 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 the killer. Anything that's at stake, they don't care about. It's just a bunch of jokes and stuff like that. I don't want to do that here. I've been going into horror um, as of recently with a, with, with, a, with a different type of open mind. And that's in the sense that I, I do want to attach myself to these characters. I don't want to just root for the killer because, you know, there's, there's, there's really no fun in that. You know, if there's nobody I can latch on to either at least two people, give me two. Of course, it's always a third wheel that usually lives or dies. But give me two characters at least that I can latch myself onto. Like, oh, OK, if they were to do a sequel, a follow up to this, then I want to follow them throughout the next film. I wanted them to, to, to live and survive and overcome throughout the entire thing. But if it's just a shit ton of kids who just keep cracking jokes and, it's you know, they just take everything as you know they don't take anything face value then it's, it's really going to take away from this being as interesting as it should be so that's that's my only concern man but other than that i trust that this is going to be decent you know that like i said before uh this is in you know in my previous trailer reaction for this i said that this is definitely this has potential to be better than scary stories to tell in the dark um and as far as your you know your your throwback book adaptations on the big screen we don't get a lot of good ones. Goosebumps was goofy as all hell. My daughter doesn't even really enjoy it. At, you know, as a six-year-old, she doesn't even really enjoy it, like, visually. It's just goofy as fuck. I don't enjoy it, either one. Um, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark was cool, but it was a lot of things they missed out on that they could have done. And um, Fear Street, you know, this y'all are up. Y'all are next up to Batman, so please hit a home run for me, please. That's all I'm asking, man, because if this is good... I'm one of those bookworms, right? Um, I remember a lot of throwback books. You know what I'm saying? Like horror, sci-fi type of books. This can open up the door for movies to be made. And these are the ones that I want made out of books. Give me Taylor Poe. I don't know if a lot of people remember that. I think it took place in like Louisiana where that dude cut off a monster's tail and the monster came back for him. Give me that. Give me Ghost Train. Give me the anthology book into a movie, uh, you know, in a dark, dark room. Give me that type of shit. Give me McMummy. God damn it. Like, it's a lot. It's so many books from back in the day that deserve live action adaptations that people forgot about. And it can make people go back and read the book. It can make people want to republish the book and do this with the rights and franchise and blah, 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 blah. The, this can be good, man. This can be good for all the bookworms out there, man. So. I'm hoping I'm hoping it uh I'm hoping it pans out, man. If not, it's it's not gonna be heartbreaking, but it will be disappointing, seeing as though that second trailer won me over and this one actually looks looks decent. Not better than the last one, but this does look decent though. But yeah, man, y'all already know where to go, man. And if y'all don't, y'all can follow the podcast on Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Breaker, Radio Public, and Podbean. Shout out to Anchor. Follow me on Facebook and Instagram, Romero Tudor. Shout out to the Facebook movie group, The Cinemaniacs. And shout out to the Facebook movie group, The Horror Virus. And for The Maniacs, it is Maniac Monday, man. Happy Monday to y'all. Hope everybody has a great day. Hope everybody has an amazing week. Safe weekend, all of that shit. You know, um, I'll say it beforehand because I don't know how many episodes I'm going to be able to do later on in the week. You know, it is my daddy-daughter week slash weekend. Probably from Thursday on. But, um, yeah, y'all know, unless I... You know, strike a deal with her and tell her, all right, listen, you can have this Kit Kat if you leave daddy alone for 10 minutes so I can do this trailer reaction or something. It, 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 it's always a deal that's got to be cut. You know what I'm saying? But um, I will try to bang out some commentary, some, you know, reviews and stuff like that. I I will not say what exactly. I know the Halloween Kills trailer. I, um, 
definitely do want to do a breakdown of that for sure because i have purposely been staying away from people's um trailer breakdown frame by frame youtube videos because if there's anything i missed i want to catch it on my own but for the most part i i really did do that trailer breakdown episode and it didn't upload but i think that's good because now I'll, i'm a little more seasoned in the easter eggs and the, the spoiler shots that they show in the trailer and stuff like that because it's so much man it's so much in that trailer so i definitely want to get that out um sooner than later but i forgot man last but not least shout out to the tutor reviewers the listeners the lovers the supporters out there man y'all still tuning in literally just saw um yesterday and i kind of had this dumbass smile on my face because I, I had a whole bunch of cold ones but i had this dumbass smile on my face because a couple days ago it was over like two it was like 260 something listens um in one day man and y'all are just killing it man holding me the fuck down and lifting me up man and y'all already know the love and support y'all show me i show it back to y'all tenfold and then some so with that being said people yours truly romero tutor another episode of tutor reviews in the can i'll check y'all on the next